Podcast edition, uh, March eighth. I keep forgetting what I've like to check the dates. I don't know. Like twenty twenty one. It's kind of kind of wild. <laughs> it's kind of wild. Got to give a shout out, to Stevie. Uh, it was your birthday a few days ago. How you feeling? You feeling older, a little wiser? I hurt more than I did last year. <laughs> <laughs> give them some context. I, mean, I don't want the I don't want the fans worried about you. What, what what's hurting? Um, my arms for, for one thing right now, um, my legs, everything. All right. I feel like that context only made things worse. <laughs> no, but, but I had, um, I, I played, um, playing two soccer games on Wednesday and I was very, and like, I, I'm normally keeper, but this, but this season I'm playing in the field. So it's a lot, I'm running a lot more than I. I've been in the past several years just because I'm being keeper. Like I, I don't run all that much in any game and now I do and it hurts. <laughs> hey, I mean, props and, and, to you. And today I, pro- I uploaded probably no, not probably it, it was one of the most challenging songs I've ever recorded on guitar. And it was in it. That's why my wrist and hands are hurting. <laughs> We got Stevie over here in pain. By the way, Stevie, you got, we'll plug we'll plug your guitar covers uh, at the end of the show. So stay tuned so you can check out Stevie's guitar covers. Uh, gosh, I, I zoned out thinking about all the pain. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, I guess that's that's a good birthday week, though. I mean, you you balling out. Um, no, no. Here's what I was gonna say. Yeah, props to you. I was just talking to someone today about like, uh, you know, quarantine body, like it. I don't know about you guys. I feel like it like fluctuates between like, all right, I'm at home. I'm just going to grind. I'm going to get built, you know? And then it's just like, I'm at home. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't got to show off for anybody. Like just sit at the house. Let me just be a slob. Like, uh, cause like mentally I'm trying to be like Goretzka, you know what I'm saying? Like let's grind and then come out of quarantine. Like, yo, Ty. But then on the other hand, it's like, we don't even know where this is going to end. Like I just keep playing PlayStation. I'm glad the boys are doing well tonight. We're gonna, um, we've got, we got some stuff to talk about tonight, fellas. Um, now, as always, we got, we got Keenan and Polly here too. Uh, just had to give special, special love to our, our birthday boy to start things off tonight. Um, Keenan, do you want to run us through, um, you know, some of this housekeeping news? Uh, <clears throat> we got transfers, we got some injury news. Uh, just kind of let, let's, Let's talk about some of these big highlights. Um, maybe pull out a few quick fire questions from them. I just want to get you guys, you know, input on impacts because there are some. As I'm looking down this list, there are some injuries that could potentially be um, detrimental to some of these sides. Uh, so you want to just tee things off for us, and then we'll we'll take it from there. Yeah, I guess the the big one giving given that today's Monday and Dortmund will play Sevilla tomorrow in their second leg of the Champions League. Um, Jaden Sancho will not play and Rafael Guerrero is expected to miss that second leg. Um, so 
you know, missed out at the weekend along with Gio Reyna and uh, the, they're not quite back to fitness there yet. So, which is unfortunate because those are two big pieces for them, um, especially the way Jaden Sanchez has been playing of late. Um, uh, let me, let me, let me pause right there just to paint a picture, kind of paint it for myself. Um, so Dortmund are up three, two to Sevilla. They will be at home in this one. So they've got the, the three away goals, which, which is big. Um, but I'm going to pause and get thoughts, fellas. There still is a little, you know, fine margin. Uh, I mean, Dortmund definitely go into it with the, with the advantage. I don't know if, if somebody can pull up the, the betting odds on that one, but I'd assume, you know, Dortmund will be pretty strong favorite favorites with that, uh, with those away goals. But, uh, Give us the one to ten on on, on Sancho and Guerrero. Uh, you know how big of an impact you think that would be with them uh, against Sevilla. Well, given the fact that there's been no mention that Gio Reyna is going to be out, um, and that Thorgan Hazard did not pick up an injury um, in his last few outings, I feel pretty good. Given you know they the. Erling Holland is going to be able to play and uh, there's no other major issues in the attacking core. Those three away goals make a huge difference, right? Cause now Sevilla has to come up with a win or, you know, a lot of away goals to make up for it. So I feel pretty confident in them. On a scale of one to 10, I'll give it a eight and a half. Okay, I was gonna go ten is like like fear, like well, but we'll do it that way. So so eight and a half, you're saying it's good. Like ten is ten fine. is guaranteed. Yeah. Ten is like the ten is how I feel about Bayern being up four one, right? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, eight and a half. Yeah, I mean Bayern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, you feeling the same way, Stevie Polly? I mean, I I know what, I know what Polly's thinking. Look, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like. Erling Holland's fit, right? I mean, like we saw that against Bayern. You know, they had they had a heavily rotated roster when Erling Holland was active. It didn't, you know, it didn't matter. You just give him the ball and he's gonna feast, right? So, um, I don't think those are the. But I mean, what do you think, Polly? I mean, yeah, there's obviously some important pieces that they won't play on with versus Sevilla, but I mean, like you said, uh, Erling Holland. Harlan, I mean, he'll shake off the bump from the last game, and I'm sure he'll be wanting to put in at least a couple for this fixture. So with this European matchup, I'm not really too worried or concerned. He'll handle it and get business done as usual with this tournament. Going the same way, Stevie? Are you uh, scared to make any promises? <laughs> no, I, I feel pretty confident they're going to see it through. I, th- I think they I think they set themselves up fairly well in the first leg. Um, you know, if they even if even, even if Sevilla gets a one goal, like even, even if Sevilla wins one zero, they they still go through because of because of the away goal. So it's, it's not it's it, I think it's a three two aggregate right now. Yeah, three two. Mm-hmm. Um, so as long as you know Sevilla doesn't go doesn't win two zero. Uh, Dorman Dorman should be fine. Yeah, and it it's it's good. It's a little nervy because of how poorly you know we've seen. Uh, we've we've already lost Leverkusen and Hoffenheim in Europa. 
we've seen Leipzig, which we'll get to, you know, there's, there's heated opinions on whether or not they'll get by Liverpool. Um, but it's frustrating because I know energy was high coming into this for Bundesliga sides. And I feel like the air was just zapped out of the room and now it's like, well, you know, at least maybe Dortmund will get through. Um, but what else we got? Uh, the Jerome Boateng news, that was good. You know, just a twisted knee. Um, they actually read a piece that said he could potentially be back for their uh, their Lazio fixture. So that's great news um, because you reach for that hamstring right away. Um, and, you know, he does have a history of, of knee injuries. So um, good to see that for Boateng. And, I, I mean, honestly, no spoilers, but that was potentially a game-winning tackle that he made um to get to that ball so much love to him um douglas costa back in training a guy i quite frankly forgot about no disrespect to costa but uh, uh it, it is good to have a little bit of depth depth coming back um what else we got keenan two other things we uh we thought to highlight today um sort of differing views, really, I guess. One is that uh, Kingsley Komen, Bayern winger, has rejected the most recent contract extension um, with the team. He has gotten some lucrative offers and interest from Manchester United. Um, so little nerving there. Bayern, uh, Bayern looking to wrap things up so they don't run into the scenario they have this year with uh, David Alaba being ready to walk for free want to go ahead and get those guys locked out for the future um and then the other direction Bayern has opened talks with Gladbach midfielder Florian Neuhaus's agent um so beginning the process to sort of feel out where um where he will be where he wants to be what kind of price it's going to be and uh and if that's a valuable option he's a young German center mid center defensive mid so adding some depth there um, you know, given that uh, Tiago is no longer with us, I, I don't. I, I don't know Tiago is even with himself at this point. Um, <laughs> That's why I yeah. said it the way I did. <laughs> may, may may his legend rest in peace. Uh, it's uh, it's tough, boys. Um, yeah, Musiala did sign that contract. I, I think we alluded to it, but. Uh, Five years, five million. Um, good for him. I, I, Goretzka is another one that's that's in talks to go ahead and get his deal lined up. Um, you know, Bayern did did a heck of a job to build this this next generation. I think they're wanting to go ahead and get everybody locked down long term, um, so they can they can really prosper. Uh, the other one that I did I didn't highlight, but um, the Thomas Muller news. You know, he basically came out and said that he'd be open to going back to the national team there's a lot of speculation that this will, this will happen. Um, we've been talked about for a long time, but, but it sounds like he will be back. He will not be at this next international break, but Correct. Um, they, they think that he'll still get the, the final call. Um, and Lowe came out and said that he didn't, that it wasn't like a slight against him on not being called up for this international break. He felt that someone as experienced and as quality of a player as he was, that that didn't matter, right? He could still, given his current form, walk back into a team right now and be able to help. Yeah. Uh, 
which, which is funny that, you know, this is a guy that you don't even – you cut from your team, and now you're like, yeah, he's so good. He can just show up. You know, he didn't have to come to international break. He can show up, save us. It, it, a lot of the people are kind of going at low for this this little bit of a about face here. But um, as German football fans, you know, you got to be excited about this. It, it is the right – it was the right call. I think we talked about it last week that – you would like also for Boateng and Hummels to get called to because that back line is still just just a tad bit sus. But, um, you know, I, I think kind of take what you can get. Um, any other thoughts from Roundtable before we uh, we dive into our um, our recaps? All right, let's 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 do this. Let's do this because um, I, w- I want to get some hot takes on the boys tonight. Um, I just feel like this is a good week to lend itself to some hot takes. Maybe even we'll even dig into the, the Twitter verse a little bit. Maybe I'll break my, um, my Twitter hiatus and, and hop back. Um, Keener's hopping back and forth with the pup right now, it looks like. So if he, if he goes silent on us, that's what happened. Uh, we didn't mute him. But uh, <laughs> kicking things off this weekend, we had Schalke Mainz. Um, Keener actually picked an opportune time to go. Uh, get the pup because you know this is one that I'm sure he has nothing to, to say about. Um, and right enough, I actually have his notes right here. Um, you know, said said Chaka look seriously lacking in fitness. Uh, they did defend the set pieces a little bit better, but just weren't dangerous going forward. Uh, no surprise there. Uh, Mice look more likely to score again. No surprise there because they have been the better side, <laughs> even if just only slightly. Uh, but yeah, just a, just a really, really poor game. Uh, you hate to see that on a Friday too, because we talk about Friday fixtures always being fun and you know, uh, that's what happened there. Uh, it's a great re- relegation battle. We, we do see that from time to time, you know, both teams kind of filling each other out. You know, you don't want to lose it. You don't want to push too hard for the win and get exposed. Uh, but at the same time, you're on the verge of, of relegation like both these sides are. You've got to have a little bit more guts and determination uh, moving forward. But I don't think anybody's got, <laughs> got anything brilliant to say about that one. So I want to keep things going. Patrick's chick, Gladback, Leverkusen. Uh, Leverkusen come away, one of winners there. Um, great goal by Schick. You know, Leverkusen back on track. We've, we've been questioning, you know, if they had what it takes to stay up, um, not stay up in the league, but to stay up into in Champions League position um, to fight for those spots. So big win for them. But, I mean, my question, boys, how how low can, can you go if you're, if you're glad back? I mean, just, just so, showing no signs of life at this point. Sadly, I think that we haven't seen the bottom yet. I mean, we have a lame duck manager and there's been reports that some of their young talent like Florian Neuhaus, you know, has gotten interest from other clubs and that's a lot of external factors in a season that already has a pandemic still happening, right? And you're not having the success that you had Last season, it's not going as well. And some other teams are really back on track um, that maybe had a rougher season last year, like your Frankfurts. 
this is sadly not the bottom for them. It will get worse. And there's, there's been, you know, there's been all these talks about injuries for them, you know, and, and I know that they haven't, they haven't had the easiest go at it. They've had to rotate players, but you're looking at a front line again this week. You know, the traditional, you got Playa, you got Turam, you got Wolf, you got Lazaro, you got Neuhaus and Zakaria in that midfield. Two players that are, I mean, as you said, which could be to their detriment, uh, heavily linked to a lot of other clubs as two of the best, um, you know, center mids, uh, you know, in the Bundesliga. It's a Biani, you're incredible run of form. Alvedi, Ginter, um, yada, yada, yada. It, it, you just look on paper and you have to be convinced that this is mental, right? I mean, I know that Leverkusen isn't a pushover team by any means. They, they folded a great lineup as well. But th- there's no reason. Like, it's mental. Um, I, I didn't talk about this for Mainz and Schalke, so I, my, my, my apologies. I will scroll back. Schalke's next fixture is against Wolfsburg, so, you know, doesn't get any better for them. And then uh, Mainz will be pac- facing Freiburg on Saturday. So, um, all that circle back to this one. Right. Up next for Gladbach will be the Friday fixture against Augsburg. Um, and then Leverkusen will face Bielefeld. Um, and to me, the Augsburg <laughs> fixture kind of feels like a trap game. I mean, you're not playing well. Augsburg isn't playing, you know, brilliantly by any means, but I, I can just see, I can see Augsburg going in there and, and getting the W. It has certainly felt as though Augsburg's had luck on their side in some, you know, weird bounces of the ball or, you know, mistakes by other players. And Gladbach has sort of been the opposite of that, right? Where they just, they're just getting no luck, not necessarily bad luck, but just no luck at all. But it would be, it'd be a real shame if this generation of Gladbach collapses this way and we don't see the potential that they have here, right? The, I mean, the, the squad that's out there minus summer has got, um, I think Plia and Ginter are both 27 and everybody else is, you know, like between 21 and 25, right? If, if you kept this core together and got them back on track, they could be great for years to come. And I just worry that it's not ever going to see that potential. Yeah. Any other thoughts from that one? I mean, it's, it's kind of doom and gloom there for Gladback. But, I mean, on the other side of the coin, Stevie, uh, you know, Leverkusen holding on. Um, they do really have Dortmund breathing down their neck now. Um, isn't it weird to see, right, that that Dortmund is kind of that dark horse coming back into Europe? Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's a weird place to be. We're not we're not used to seeing Dortmund play that role. Um, you know, it's typically the teams that they're, they're – <laughs> trying to bunny hop right now, you know, your Frankfurts and your Leverkusen's that will normally play the spoiler. Uh, how do you think that's going to play out mentally for, for teams that maybe haven't been there the past few years or used to having to fight to get there? You know, do you think that that could, uh, I don't know. I just want to get your thoughts on, on the mental dynamic there. Yeah. It seems like it's getting as well as Frankfurt's been playing. It feels like they've been slipping uh, in recent weeks. Um, it feels like the pressure is getting to them a little bit, a little bit more. 
Um, and then you're seeing Dortmund, who's you know been there before with being down like this, and then suddenly rising up and getting sneaking into the, the final like UCL spot or even getting the, like that third spot. Because I think I, I, I pretty sure I'm pretty sure the top two are going to be Pyron uh, and Leipzig at this point. Um, just just based on points, I don't think there's any way that those other teams can catch them. Um, but I mean, Dortmund's only five points away from Frankfurt at, at this point. Um, or four points uh, away yeah, four. From, yeah. uh, from Frankfurt. So that that's not, it's not a big, big uh, gap. And then it's only seven points to uh, Wolfsburg. So it's nothing crazy that they, they can't sneak up into that third spot because, I mean, Wolfsburg, I think, will, will hold on. Frankfurt, though, I'm I'm not too sure now because they they seem to be faltering a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, for context, as we'll get to this next game, you know, Hoffenheim, the shocker over Wolfsburg this week, so they draw points, um, and then Frankfurt also had the draw against Stuttgart, right? So both of those teams, um, which is, I mean, obviously. Dortmund would have really liked Stuttgart to win the game and beat Frankfurt outright, but at least Frankfurt's not picking up the three points, you know, um, which Dortmund's got to feel good because if, and I know I might get flamed for saying this, but if that game was not against Dortmund, if that game was not against Bayern, Dortmund wins that game. Um, I think against basically any other team in the league um, when you're up like that and you're, you're, you know, controlling the game at the way that they were. And you do have Dortmund uh, Frankfurt in two weeks. Right. And then that again goes back to that mentality thing is you're coming into that at that point, you know, who knows how the table's looking, but I, but I have a suspicion that they're, those two teams are still going to be extremely tight. And, and, and uh, they have Union before that. Dortmund do or uh, Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Yeah. 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 Um, but let's, let's, let's talk Wolfsburg right now because we'll, you know, Wolfsburg are kind of in that pole position for the, uh, the rest of the the field, as you would call it, um, I agree with you there. It's gonna it's Bayern Leipzig. Order we can get to, <laughs> you know, if, if somebody's got hot takes, um, I think yeah. I mean, look, I, I'll be honest. I was I was frustrated with Bayern's performance. There were questions asked, and I mean, this was the week that Leipzig could have bunny hopped. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know what? Let me not get there. Let me not get there. I will get there. I, I told us we're not to go there, and, and I, I took us there. <laughs> but Hoffenheim, massive performance for them, um, you know, taking down Wolfsburg. I was frustrated, you know. Um, Hoffenheim, incredible strike early. <laughs> Just under strike early to break down that Wolfsburg defense. And and Vegkors comes down about uh, 10 minutes later on a, uh, a counterattack. The big fella just sprinting down the pitch gets his goal back. I felt like at that point Wolfsburg was was getting the energy back and they had a chance to really break the game open and and do what they do, um, but but was not the case. Um, you know, Kramerick comes back just before the half and it puts them up, and you know ultimately that's what she wrote. Um, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, isn't it, Polly? I mean. This is one for Wolfsburg that you you got to think, hey, we we can't be doing that, you know, not against the Hoffenheims of the world if we want to if we want to keep this position. Um, again, you know, luckily for them, they've got Schalke up next, so 
So I want to get your thoughts. One, you know, how, how big of a blow this is to, to Hoffenheim, but then two, I want to, I want you to be honest with me. Do they bounce back on the weekend? How big a blow it is to Wolfsburg, you mean? Yeah, yeah. No, tell me how, how, how of a positive blow it is for Hoffenheim, <laughs> too. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think they're really doing anything, but it is a good mental win for them. <laughs> Yeah, I'll admit it was definitely a bummer just to see them go down like that. I mean, I feel like they could have done a lot more, and obviously there were some unfortunate um, just defensive combustions with um, Otavio would get double double yellow eventually, and that was um, really unfortunate. But, I mean, I guess you have to keep this in stride and just not, I don't know, just take this as not thinking you're untouchable. And I guess and reassess the things that you lacked on last weekend, try and just build upon that in the coming um, fixture. But I think they'll definitely bounce back and um, beat the victor over the next Yeah. Uh, yeah, you really hope so. You hope that it could be the, t- the type of game to motivate them to continue to fight uh, because they're, they're kind of in a weird spot there where they, they have some ground on Frankfurt. they as Stevie said, I don't see them catching Leipzig, but they have a unique position where they can kind of be that middleman and then instill that Champions League spot. I mean, they, they deserve it. They've played so well this season. Um, just from top to bottom, a really strong team. You know, a team that uh, – so now I want to tee up. Um, well, I guess first, anybody else have any thoughts from that one other than, you know, great goals by, uh, by Hoffenheim? Just the – um, you want to keep an eye on whether or not Otavio gets more than just a one-game suspension on that red card because it was pretty nasty looking, the chase down from behind. So, yeah, he's got <laughs> something like 233 duels won or something like that. So he's had a pretty good season for them. Um, yeah. In defense, I think. Let's see what it says. Yeah, 233 tackles won, 25 aerial duels won in 18 appearances. So, yeah, but you also, Wolfsburg looked sluggish in that game, especially coming off of the midweek fix, fixture. So we, we talked about how they benefited from not having to rotate and having a lot of those guys play continuously, but it also looked like it was starting to, to catch up to them. Not that, you know, playing Leipzig in midweek is going to help with that either. Absolutely. Absolutely. But speaking of Leipzig. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Get the Tyler uh, transition there. Um, you know, here's what I wanted to tee up here. Because we, we talk about it every year. Teams, you got to take care of what you got to get take care of, you know, to hang with Bayern Munich. You got to take care of it. And, and I really have to give them props. They're winning these games and they're holding that ground. And, you know, this week, if it's not for Bayern Munich being, you know, Bayern Munich, Leipzig would have taken that spot. I mean, just any other team. You're they did for a couple hours in the live yeah, table. Yeah. Oh, hours? Yeah, I guess, yeah, the live table. I was thinking of it. And yeah, and then in the Bayern game, at least the beginning, right? So, uh, I got to give them props this week. I mean, it was just a complete performance over Freiburg. I know Freiburg has been, you know, up and down. Um, but you're winning the games. You got to win. This is something that we've been very critical of Dortmund you know, over the years where they would go out and lose these types of games and let Byron build separation. Right. I mean, at this point, Byron's 
you know, her commentators talking about it over the weekend. Like Byron likes to have seven, you know, five, seven, eight point separation at this point, uh, if not more. Um, you know, I mean, we've seen seasons where we're just a few weeks away from Byron uh, wrapping up the title. I feel like what was the the you know the pep year, and I think they ended up breaking it with uh, with Ancelotti one year, where they just won it ridiculously early in the season, um, which just won't be the case this year. So, um, yeah, you know, Christopher and Cuckoo gets on the score sheet. Steven, got to give you props because Sorloff kept his form this week too, um, getting his goal, and then you know Mill Forsberg doing what he's got to do. Um, I don't he won't have I, an easier goal than the than he had today. I mean, it was in Cuckoo's goal that he just like let Sorlot shoot. Although he did have a nice assist on the the Forsberg goal, but and Cuckoo yeah, could have just he he did all the work to get around it and chose to just not swing at it and just let his teammates swing at it, which is probably a good idea. Make sure keep your striker in uh, in good good mindset. That's, right. That's what I was gonna say. The the mentality one where he's seeing goals going to the back of the net, even if it's not. Hard work. Uh, yeah, uh, Leipzig is going to need uh, Sorloth to be beyond 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 point against Liverpool because um, they need someone to be that main target. Um, he, and you're going to have Polson probably up there. You're probably going to have uh, Forsberg, but you got to have someone as like as a consistent threat at least. So that I mean, even if they, you know, even if he doesn't score, if he's just that threat that they have to focus on, that opens up everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've they've got to throw everything at Liverpool um, if they want to get through. I mean, down two. Uh, hey, hey, Leipzig, do this against uh, Liverpool. Yeah, and Liverpool do what exactly what you've been doing against all these other teams. <laughs> it, it, it's it's night and day. I mean, it's really frustrating. I. I be honest, but I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch this this Liverpool Leipzig. Um, at least not from the start. You know, if, if maybe if Leipzig get a couple in and it gets interesting, that you know I'd tune in. But it just it's it's frustrating. You know, to see this team. Uh, I mean, imagine they win. You know, they're still. We talked about this last week. They're still in the Pokal. I mean, and now we did get confirmation that we can have a Leipzig Dortmund final, which. Uh, Slight rigging there, but nobody's complaining. That's great that we can have two big teams in the final and we don't see them facing in a semi. And nobody wanted to see that. Uh, so, I mean, a, a double is on the table for this for this team, you know, and I mean, I guess to go out to, I, guess yeah, it's, it's, I guess it's trouble, honestly, if you yeah. beat Liverpool. But, but yeah, that's what I'm getting at is, is you lose to Liverpool, you know, and Liverpool's like, oh, we, you know, we beat – the team that, that knocked up that knocked up Bayern Munich, you know, it just all these hearing all these narratives in my head. It's not. It, it doesn't look good for the league. If if the second if the second or title uh, winning team goes out in the next knockout round to a team that's probably not even going to make Europa next year. In. We can we'll break that down. I don't I don't want to go dwell on the past and, and dissect that first game again. You know we we've done that. So you know after the second leg and after what happens happens, we can sit down and kind of talk about what went wrong or what went right. Um, hopefully, what went right. But they, there definitely has to be some talk because yeah, you're right. It, it it's it's ugly for the league and 
I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm really tired of it because we know these teams are better than that. And to see them go out like that. It, it, I mean, Leipzig was just, it's just one season removed from reaching the semifinals. Yeah. 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 And, and again, it, yeah, again, we talk about, you know, Timo, I, I don't care. This is a team that's within striking distance of Bayern Munich right now. Like they're not a pushover team. You, you can't, you can't blame it. on we lost some people. No, look what probably, you're doing. They're doing better in the league without Timo. Right. Right. I mean, it's case point. Um, Frankfurt Stuttgart. Yikes. You know, this is, this is another one. And as, as, uh, you know, Stevie said, this is, it's tough. Um, my boy, Sasha Kalajic continues his scoring run. I feel like every week I, I, I pull up the sheet and there's his name on the tally for Stuttgart. Win or lose five in the last seven. Yeah, he blistering pace. Um, and I think uh, I think Silva was six in the last seven. They were, they were like right next to each other in the last seven weeks of being like five and six goals each. So, yeah, um, Kostic does get on the score sheet in this one, and he, he's been he's been a menace. Uh, <laughs> well, he thought he got on the score sheet earlier on one of his the on nearly the exact same shot that he did get on the score sheet eventually too, but. It was rolled off sides initially. Um, but, I mean, that was a classic Costas goal from that left, just striking it low across goal, putting it into the far post. And then for anybody who hasn't seen the Sasha goal, you should go check it out and see just how far that big, like, six-foot-seven frame had to stretch just to get it tapped in. So we got Stevie's thoughts. You know, he's, he says this kind of spells trouble for, for Frankfurt a little bit. Um, you know, next up for them, <laughs> yeah, it, it is that Leipzig fixture. Um, Union. No, it's Leipzig. Is, is it? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. It's Leipzig on Sunday because the time change happens oh, that's right. as well. So uh, be aware, yeah. Sunday games are different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's for them first, right? Their yeah. time changes earlier. When is ours? The mon- that Monday. Next week, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, a little house- housekeeping there. But yeah, yeah. It, it Frank- Frankfurt's... That's going to be a massive game. Massive, massive. We're, we're getting a lot of massive games. Um, one of which, which I'm just going to pass over because this game had, had no significance. Uh, <laughs> Hertha Berlin and Oxford A, look. You know, tip your hat to, to her. The good, good job, boys. You get a win. I, nothing to say here. We don't celebrate. We don't celebrate wins right that like that, right, Polly? Nothing to see here. I guess not. The sarcasm doesn't hit, but I honestly, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> no, but come on, you're not going to celebrate this. They celebrate. They were the players yeah, were, were emotional. The they, when what was their last win against uh, Union in the Derby when they celebrated? Like, yeah, no, Shelton. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Or, yeah, or, or, or is it? No, no, yeah, I think it was Shaka. Yeah, yeah, it was. Which they celebrated too. Um, hey, look, I, I really am happy for them to get get that win. They need that win because this side can't be relegated. Uh, I do think the future is bright for them. Um, you know, they they got the New York Knicks vibe. They're gonna, you know, just keep chipping away at it, get a little bit better. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, nothing to say there. I'm just gonna keep it completely honest. Nothing to say there. Hey, but considering what happened below them, it's a solid, 
it's solid. Oh, absolutely. I mean, as far yeah, as far as staying in the league, they this was a must win, and they you know they were able to benefit from uh, you know other teams kind of messing around around them. So um, right, because I mean, you could have just chalked it up to them. You know, they get a draw or something, and everything stays chalk, right? But they did at least handle their business against a team that is higher up in the table than them. They got a little separation. You know, I think you can celebrate that. I mean, I think you can celebrate any win, but you should definitely celebrate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two and they were, they were. They were they were emotional about it. All right, all right. Two points out from Bielefeld now for them. Uh, next up on, on the table for them, they do have a, a big game against Dorman. What did I tell you guys? Like, big game, like, so much on the line. Uh, but as we already talked about, Augsburg will face Gladbach, so. And it's even more important because Bielefeld still has that game in hand against Bremen. Which, who knows when that's going to happen. Uh, Wednesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stevie knows. I was waiting until we got to Bielefeld to say that. Oh. But see, that worked out perfectly, oh, right? You need, that's even more important to get those points. We'll add it in and chop it. Hey, look, I'm getting mad drowsy right now. I'm not even going to lie. You see me slumped in the chair a little bit. Uh, but something to perk me up a little bit. They're classic, which, by the way, I'm seeing a lot of people saying not to call it the classicer. I, I think that, that like was that I, I don't know the history behind this. This is one of the few things I don't know the history behind. So if somebody knows better, but it sounds like this is just like something corny that was like coined by I think like English speakers, like to make it I think it's know, actually the, the from German Classico. I think it's oh, actually from that uh that UCL final. I think that's where it came from. Yeah, I I, I it, think it, that that because it was actually coined because of the semifinal pairings when it was um, Dortmund versus Real and Bayern versus um, Barcelona. Right. And they were thinking El Clasico was going to happen in the, the final of the Champions League. They coined it the other way when it went. They coined Der Classico when it went the other direction. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I think that's what was conveyed in the ESPN Plus video commentated by Derek Ray, which is actually really good. So if you haven't checked you, that out, you got, I mean, you got to plug to Derek Ray. We said a commentary. I said, hey, hold on. Where did, where do we get this from? Like, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's not just quote anything out there, but yeah, Derek Ray. Okay. I trust that. That makes sense. Uh, but it was just funny. Cause I got on Twitter. I did bring my, well, my personal hiatus. I've been on my personal account. not the, the past six. But I saw a lot of people complaining about it saying, well, let's not call it that anymore. Um, and even people that say, don't call it a, a derby at all. Because, you know, historically, it's not a derby. Um, those kind of things are kind of are, are funny to me. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but how fickle people are. I mean, it certainly has been a rivalry over the past few years between these two teams. And you could say that, you know, Bayern's been the daddy of it for the most part. But these games tend to have a lot on the line when these two teams face. Uh, there's no love lost. I mean typically we're seeing a lot of the international players against each other. We've seen, you know, players jump back and forth, yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't have to tell you guys, but I, I, I just think it's kind of funny now that, that people want to downplay this one. Um, because certainly, <laughs> certainly this year, there was a lot on the line, um, you know, had Dortmund held on Leipzig do bunny hop in the first place. Um, and then had Dortmund hung, hung on, they also put themselves in a really good position to continue to climb the table. So it was a big game. Erling Holland, uh, what, two strikes, two goals uh, to kick things off on some – Inside just 10 minutes. Yeah. 
uh, some uh, some glorious defending by Bayern, Bayern Munich, uh, which hey, we're used to seeing. Um, Bayern are breaking both positive and negative records, it seems, on a weekly basis. Um, now I'm just, you know, leaking more goals than I think they have since a very, a very long time. Um, on pace to be one of their worst defensive seasons on, on record. So, uh, you know, that that's great to see, especially when you got a guy that I think we all consider if not the goat keeper, um, certainly the best in the world right now. Um, and it, it kind of stinks to see him being treated this way by, uh, you know, poor defending, but, um, I know at the end of the day for these guys, what matters most is they get a win and they did just get <laughs> come away for two winners. Um, the showdown, you know, Lewandowski, Erling Holland. Do you fellas get, get the sense that, that Lua maybe took it a little personally? I mean, you know, all this talk about Erling Holland, all this talk about Erling Holland coming to Bayern. Uh, you know, Herbert Hainer comes out and says, yeah, we can afford Erling Holland. Uh, you know, I, you know, I like to play those storylines, but you think that's on Lua's mind when he, when he hangs three on him? I don't see how it couldn't be. You're talking about someone who's having a, a historic season, but then you have people to have the audacity to, you know, speak of this up-and-coming upstart who, like, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen in him soon. It'll happen in, in the next several years, probably. So, I mean, yeah, he probably wants to show people who the main honcho is in this sort of um, picture. So I think definitely had the fuel and just the like drive to stuff this thing in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I told, I texted the group this too. I'm starting to sense that old man mentality from Lewandowski. Um, you know what I mean? That in the best kind of way, you, you see these players, I, I think we saw it with Brady this past season. Um, we certainly see it with LeBron. Um, guys are getting up in their career and it's, especially by his like previous standards, like, you know, Brady is like way beyond like anything that we've seen. Like, like this guy would be deep into retirement, even just a few seasons ago, as far as, as quarterbacks go, um, you know, Le- LeBron certainly pushing it. You know, we've seen a lot of his peers already hanging up. Um, but there's that, that mental edge when you get, to, when you get to that age, right. Where, where you've been there, you've seen it. And I think especially with Lewandowski finally getting that UCL thing, like that was the only, there was the only slight that people had against him. I mean, you could say Ballon d'Or, but I think we all know that he was a rightful winner of that last year. And at this pace, he'll get it this year too. Um, but I just sent something a little bit different, you know, and then this is a guy that has, has been hungry his whole career, but boy, oh boy. <laughs> And and he's nine goals away from breaking the single uh, season goal record. Yeah, I, I I think that's probably more weighing on his mind than anything. He says it's not right. I mean, he's one of the guys. He says, "Hey, anything can happen." How how many times do do players <laughs> say that? But then at the end of the season, oh yeah, I meant to do that. Um, or, or like 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 they, they know where they stand in like in the history books. They know where they stand. Yeah, I want to ask you guys this real quick. Um, and, and this one's tough. I mean, I'm pulling up the, the, the exact numbers. Keenan probably knows them off the top of his head. 
we've talked about this before. I, I think it might've been our first season doing the past six podcasts, but we talked about if Lewandowski would, would catch uh, Gary Muller's total record. So not the one season, but uh, the total in Bundesliga. Um, I'm going to pull it up because it doesn't look like Keenan's got that off the top of his head. I was hoping he would, but I wanted to ask you guys at that time. I said, yeah, it's never going to happen. I said, it's going to be a struggle. 98 away. Catch. Yeah. He's 98 away. Okay. Uh, I said it was. I said he could catch him. You said okay. You said, "Hey, look, man, don't, don't." I came out and said what I said. Come on, say what I said. Ninety-eight. Um, how old is uh? How old is Lewandowski right now? Thirty-one, thirty-two. Yeah, thirty-two. I think thirty-two. Oh, he turns thirty-three in August. That's right. Yeah, because he because the season last season's cost him two two years. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which again goes back to he he's he's hitting that that stage where uh, people go oh man you know he can't keep doing this. Actually, what's interesting is that he's one away from tying second place. Actually, yes, he is. Uh, good call out there. Uh, well, people were talking about like I heard a lot of people on Twitter were like who cares like <laughs> there's only one record that's on his mind like Stevie said like there's only one thing that's on your mind Robert Lewandowski is not going out there to to be the second the second best uh, but. The I mean, there's there's a chance that the way that Lewandowski takes care of takes care of his body, I mean he he could um, he can, he can end up being like like Zlatan is at, at Ace and Milan, being like almost thirty nine and still play. I mean he there, he still has a like he could still play for as long as he wants, and if that if that's if he plays for that long, that record is going to be shattered. Yeah, because you because you think I mean. This season is definitely going to take a big because we're talking about where he stands right now, right? Uh, you know, so we're looking at. I mean, let's say he gets the record, right? Let's say he gets 40, 41. That basically gives him 90 yeah, I was gonna make goals. It clean. Right. I was yeah. going to make it clean. Say he gets let's... 10 more, we, it brings it down to what, 88 goals that he would need. Right. But even like, even if we just say he gets to where he needs 90 left, right? He's hit over 30 like four or five seasons that he's been at Bayern it's three more seasons at that rate or just just bring in reality and you know five seasons yeah all right he'll get the yeah he'll get the you know four goals against Hamburg um it's it's insane that that tally's insane um and again it goes to show if he's not in an era with with Messi and Ronaldo. I mean, it, it, it's 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 crazy. And, and when I say that, I don't I don't say that to downplay what Messi and Ronaldo have done because like that's so ridiculous. And like you go look at their goal numbers, like what what they've been able to accomplish in their careers. It's it's ridiculous. You, you almost have to exclude them and then talk about everybody else. Yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. Um, but to see this other figure emerge from the shadows and you know kind of say hey hey i'm here too like i i've 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 done some things is 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 pretty crazy um and i think as you said steven the benefit here is i do see messi and ronaldo on the decline and i have for a couple of seasons now this man (laughs) just went up from you know his peak season he took it up another Mm -hmm. notch this year um, and I think that now he knows, okay, now, now I'm getting mine. 
Uh, so I, I mean, I, I just, I just see like <clears throat> athletes nowadays are, are just playing longer than than they have before. <clears throat> so, I mean, Buffon is still playing. Well, I, I guess it's, it's no, no, but like, no. You're right, though. Yeah, players well, are you, so you have players who are playing in their 40s now. That 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 was that was unheard of, you know, five years ago. Yeah. Like if Absolutely. you're if you're a forty, you're like on the bench, not playing like at all. Yeah, uh, that's why I said like like deep in deep in retirement. <clears throat> so I think we we all think it's possible. Um, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, I guess getting back to this one, um, I, it's hard for me to even pick player of the game for this one. Uh, Goretzka had an incredible game. Um, had what we thought was a game winner, or maybe some of us thought was a game winner. Uh, but, you know, Lewandowski had to put the icing on cake. Uh, thought Leroy Sané, I think Keenan said, you say this one was his best game, you thought? Um, I definitely thought it was up there as one of his, his better games. Just great performance. Whether you, you know, I mean, your view's going to change if you thought that last tackle was a foul or not, but him chasing down Emery Chan and, and getting that ball um, to ultimately set up um, – you know, and that was play. challenged. The Marco Royce came out and uh, and sort of challenged that, and the officials at um, at the league came back and said that uh, it was not. There was no issue on it. They completely supported the the referee's decision based on how many players. And I think that a Dortmund player touched the ball in between that yeah. and the goal. And so there were there was no issues. And then he also, you know, I guess was pretty upset about the no call on the penalty. Um, that he tried to, he thought he had drawn on Kimmich in the box. Was that but, a uh, no? Just, that, a, just no, no, no. Was that some Byron Cook in there though for the for the Royce? I'll be honest with you, boys. I didn't think it was a, a penalty because I didn't think there was enough to to give it. Um, I mean, that's also said as a Byron fan, but I also look at it and go after Dorman goes up two goals after like eight minutes and 45 seconds in the game, they looked like they just were, were content to just ride out that two goals. Like that they were like, all right, cool game's over. And Byron took it to them and continued to, to just overpower them and assert their dominance until they got the four, two win. And so it's like, you had some opportunities that you could have just, you know, put the game to bed yourself. And instead you sat back and invited the best offense in the world outside of their women's team. <laughs> I'm going to cut you right there though. I'm going to cut you right there. And other fellas, feel free to chime in. I don't even, I can't even blame it on complacency for Dortmund. Like I, like, I mean, they look bad, but going back to what I said, you know, a little bit earlier in the show, I think they look so bad because Bayern Munich asserted that. Down. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think it was, okay, let's sit back. And then Byron's going to do what Byron did. I think Byron, right, but look quite at, frankly, like. <laughs> right, but look at the, it was the complete opposite for the first nine minutes, right? So what changed there, right? It, Byron I mean, woke up to me as, as I guess what I'm, was I was I And I completely agree with you that Byron did wake up. But that much of a shift, right? Yes, that much of a shift. <laughs> that much of a shift, absolutely. To the point that uh, you gave up, could... gave up is what it looks like. Here, how about this one? I, 
Byron was asleep, both eyes closed. <laughs> Dortmund had both eyes wide awake. Then Dortmund decided to close one eye, <laughs> and Byron woke both up. <laughs> and then, and then, I least, then I unleashed the third eye. <laughs> and, <laughs> so they and, and the other Dortmund, I just had to go off the pitch when Erling Holland left. Well, it, that's it, exactly that's what I was going to say. Is, is second half looks way worse because you brought in, you know. Duke six man off your bench uh, and, and, and Tegas um, who missed, you know, the UNC Duke game to, to play in this one. Um, but people aren't going to get that joke, but um, no, but it's you know, really, really good. You lost all of, you lost all of your attacking threat at that point. Oh yeah. Once he went off, there was, there was nobody who looked like they were going to take the top end off and, and be a threat. And you saw that, that line just pushed even further up, knowing that we don't even need Davies's pace to go back and get these dudes. Now, Stevie, do you do you remember a time? You know, because a lot of people, a lot of people were talking about, you know, Erling Holland got to be frustrated because you know they're not able to win without him. I mean, even you said this that like if he doesn't score, they don't win. And now it seems like he's got to score. Well, this is without James Sancho too. So let's put it in perspective. But do you remember when there was a similar situation like this at Bayern Munich when, when you know, they said, hey, if Lewandowski's not scoring, Bayern can't win? Um, I, I, I say that because I, I, want, I want people to be patient with what's to come for Dortmund. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of the way to frame this for you. You, you know what I'm getting at? Like, I, get, like, I, get, I get what you're saying because, it, I mean, there, 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 there was a time where if it wasn't Lewandowski – uh, scoring everything Byron had, it, there was Byron didn't have an offense that day. Yeah, uh, I mean, but and that was that was even when you know they had you know Rebury, Robin, um, and we we know how how much of an offensive firepower those two are. Um, so when they weren't con- contributing, when when Lewandowski wasn't contributing, Byron wasn't winning, and we and we saw that multiple times in Champions League. Um, but it, 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 even in the league, sometimes they'll, they'll lose games. You're like, how did you lose that game? But then you'll look at the score sheet and it's like, oh, no one, no one stepped up. But now now you have Nabry, now you have Moore, now you have Sané, you have Goretzka. You have these players who can step up, and it's not all on Lewandowski now. So, and in the flip side of it, at Dortmund, you kind of you, you, you have to have a second option behind uh Holland, or it's not going to work because if you're only depending on him, and you know he did what he he did what he was supposed to do uh, in this game. Like I, I give Holland no fault. Like he scored two goals in ten like in, in ten minutes. Who does that? In <laughs> uh, the very beginning of the game, it wasn't like it was like two goals in like the last. Part. It was like the very like two minutes in he scored a goal. Nine minutes he scored a goal. Like. It was insane, but you have you have to give them a little bit of a break on this game because they didn't have Sancho, they didn't have Reina, they didn't have anybody else to pick up the slack where 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 he wasn't there. Well said, well said. I and and now and I think now that you're getting Sancho on form, I think I, I think I think you're you're. 
this is what this is what Dortmund was envisioning when they brought Holland in was Holland, Sancho, Royce, Reyna, th- those four would be the primary attack. And now that you're seeing them kind of come together now, it's starting to starting to click. You're seeing a whole different Dortmund side. And that's why I think if you're Dortmund, that's why you're you're, you're hoping that you can hold on to um, those players in, in the summer because if you, if you give them a season under Rosa, who know like, and those four are are in the same attack with, and we know how Rosa like likes to attack. That that's going to be a dangerous storm inside next year. Yeah, and, and that's exactly you summed it up perfectly. That's why I wanted to get at is is I don't think that that Dortmund fans should look at this and be like, oh, like we're screwed. Like I I think that fitness concerns, you get Sancho back in there, you get Guerrero back in there, um, you know, you get Reina back. I do think the future is bright if they hold on to these guys. I mean, you get, that, you get some defensive help in the summer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, any, anything you want to add, Polly? Um, I did. Keenan had pointed out a tweet. So Bavarian, Bavarian Football Works um, did go on there doing their podcast, and I don't want to, you know, still from them in any way but uh you know they did ask some questions and there was an interesting question basically asking uh such on long lines and this isn't just exclusively from this tweet um you know just, this comes up a lot if Lewandowski is overrated if you know he's he's uh basically just benefiting off of systems that were created for him to 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 thrive um what, what's your thought on that Polly? Does the does the uh, does system make the man? Or does the man make the system? <laughs> I think quite simply, Lewandowski is a person who works hard to rise above the system, so that he is the titan on in the kingdom, basically. So it's his world. Everybody else is living in it. <laughs> Damn straight. Kim's coming off mute. I would say a lot of similar to what Paul said though, but when you have someone as good as he is, why on earth wouldn't you make a system to help him be that good? Right? Like why wouldn't your system operate around how good he is? Yeah. I I hate that argument in all. I mean, again, to make the sports analogies, it's the same thing with Brady. It's the same thing with LeBron. It's all these things like this and that. And it's like, you can, you can look, you can give me the Buccaneers offensive line. You know, you can give me their receivers. You can give me all of that, right? I'm still not winning a Super Bowl, right? Like, <laughs> like people are like, you talk like, oh, you give them all these pieces, like it's too easy. Like, I like how you said it. It's essentially like we're putting those pieces to extract the greatness out of him to make him the very best that he can be. You know, this is Thanos with with the with the gauntlet, right? Like, it's just it's that argument is so stupid to me. Like, like, of course we're going to give him talented wingers to give him the ball, you know, because we know how, how clinical he is when he gets that ball in the box. Um, you're going to play through them. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, well, that was about around it out the weekend, honestly. Um, Colin Bremen won one there. Uh, Keenan, I thought, were you the one I was hyping someone? Oh yeah. Jonas Hector getting that big goal there. Um, Good to see you there, and then Bielefeld again. That was a snooze sound, but yeah, snooze fest there. Had a game um, for Union to drop though. Yeah, I mean, we we keep talking about it. They 
they've got to get back on track. Um, I mean, to be honest, Stephen, right now I feel like Europe's not in the cards for them. I just think that the teams that are in Europe right now are the teams that are going to stay there. But I'm, I'm still wondering if they're going to stay on stay in that seventh spot. And then bank on, you know, Dortmund or uh, – Dortmund, uh, Leipzig or, I mean, or yeah, Wolfsburg. Yeah, wow. yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm – not, uh, hear me out. I'm not – I'm not adding that into the equation. I'm, I'm right. I'm saying so you're, you're, you're adding like an automatic spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm saying in their hands, I don't think it happens because I, I don't see, I don't see Dortmund falling back out. I, I think that they they're gonna do enough to. I mean, as you said, they can they could very well get that third spot. I don't see Leverkusen falling out. Certainly not to fall below them. You know, because right now you have to look at that too. There's five points between Union and uh, and Leverkusen, um, and then you know it just gets even wider. Uh, again, yeah. no just just no disrespect to them because it's an incredible season. I mean, even yeah. to be where they are right now is not where it, none of us would have called them there. But it is it is got to be tough because they won so many massive games um, without Max Cruz. So now you get Max Cruz back, you think just hold on just a little bit longer, and you you can really make this historic. Uh, but they did have other injury concerns, didn't they, Steven? The, I know they had, they're they're down Taiwu for a little bit. Um, I'm not exactly sure who else who else they're, they're maybe they, not maybe not. Uh, I I felt like I'm just gonna pull out just to double check the roster from this weekend. Yeah, Walter uh, Andrix. Yeah, I mean they've they've got their they've got their uh, their core for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Tyler was 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 on, you know, yeah, blistering form too, though. So that that is a little bit of a blow, but um, yeah, kind of a. Uh, I think they should be more than happy with where they're sitting, or even if they dropped one or two spots. I mean, if you make improvement on the season you had last year, which was I think what eleventh at like forty-one points or something like that, um, you know for a team as small as they are, as fresh to the league as they are, that's a, that's, you just keep building. Yeah. All right, boys. Good stuff. I was hoping for some more hot takes, but, you know. We can go back to some, uh, some stuff at the top of the, the notes page and find some, some potential hot takes. Top. Which one? Well, I mean, just if we look at a. Uh, I mean, we talk about the the Nubel news. See no, if that's. No. I mean, is that is that a wild no, mistake? No, and, and that, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us on Fast Six Twenty on Twitter. We're not talking about Alexander Newell on the show. Oh my gosh! Everybody online that thinks they. I mean, what is this real life football manager? You you think that you know best? Oh, Barnes and the guy. Oh, Barnes. Well, I don't think anybody thinks that Barnes wrong. Well, I mean, maybe they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They say he shouldn't have got him. Uh, no, I'm exhausted. Honestly, I'm just. Gab, Gab came out and said uh, that we shouldn't consider Nori the best in the world. He's not even the best German. So that that whole thing is back up and running. That's what I said. Uh, I'm not even sure he considers Neuer top five. He did. He listed off at least three guys ahead of him. Polly's yawning like me. Steven just looks like I gotta like, go to work too. <laughs> Keenan's gotta work some more. No, we're not doing this tonight, boys. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I wanted controversy, but not idiocracy. <laughs> like, like 
I don't want to drain our brain cells out here. Um, I feel like there was one thing. Um, let, 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 let's give, let's give, I mean, there's, there's some big games. Everybody just give your game of this upcoming weekend. Um, you know, I'll tee things off since I'm always, I'm always late on that. Um, I do want to give a big one for that, that Leipzig Frankfurt. I think that that's, that's massive. I mean, that, that, that has title implications um, written all over it. And that one will be uh, 1030 Eastern time on Sunday. So forget about the time change. I think, um, I think, I think it'd be interesting to see um, if Dortmund can uh, get back on track against Herzl. And see see how uh, Hertha responds after winning uh, this past week. I got Stuttgart Hoffenheim. That's my game that I'm looking forward to. Want to see if uh, I want to see if Stuttgart makes a push, sort of late to uh, to try to nab a European spot to see if they can uh, capitalize on some other people faltering or not. Not happening, but yeah, fun game. <laughs> hey, crazy things have game. happened. It'll be a fun game, but not not happening. <laughs> crazy things have happened. Oh man, uh, Paulie, what you got this weekend? Byron, uh, Byron Bremen trying to see another uh, Lewandowski hat trick, I assume. <laughs> It'll be enjoyable, but I, I think the most anticipated is probably RB versus. Um, I interact, even though I think of RB as that, um, you know, talented preppy kid that you walk past in the hallway and you want to just push him um, down the stairs. But that's another story. Um, yeah, I, I want to see, I want to see a resurgence of just the, the gritty, the um, dominance, and just the, um, the, the scrappy, um, um, frankly, that we know and um, admire the past months. So, hope we can see something more competitive than another shutout from RB because. I don't like that. Yeah. Good takes, boys. Good takes. Um, uh, Got to give a shout-out to Bundesliga Frauen, too. Um, Bayern women's team, wow. <laughs> uh, Ken, what, what, what are the numbers looking like? I mean, they're having a better season than the men. Um, which 15 is- and 0 and 0, so no losses, no draws. 59 goals scored, three allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they're up six one on aggregate in the first leg of their round of sixteen Champions League. But Wolfsburg not having a bad season either at thirteen one and one, forty seven goals scored, eleven allowed. You know, gotta think that that's probably one of their best seasons, but I mean Bayern women just destroying people for fun. Yeah, that Wolfsburg women team is always good. Um uh, Shout out to women for International Women's Day. Uh, shout out to the, our lady listeners um, who support us. Uh, as always, you can find us on Pass620 on Twitter. If someone's talking about being nervous, it's probably Polly because Keenan says he's got nerves of steel. So, uh, no, I'm playing. <laughs> um, come say what's up. Subscribe, like, share us with your friends. Until next week. Go ahead, Ty. Doot.